But um, any other um, things you want to talk about um, from that game? Nah, nothing else from that game. Just just ready to see how both teams respond. This yeah. is a big win for Florida. Mm-hmm. Let's see um, if they continue to take care of business and then how they do the following week. Next weekend, um, they, they got to go to Kentucky. I'm trying to see, who does Florida have this weekend? So Florida has a home game against Charlotte. Um, they should okay, take yeah. care of Charlotte. They should take care of business. And, and then they go to Kentucky, and that's going to be a big game for both teams. Yeah. Two SEC East teams mm-hmm. duking it out for positioning. Um, and it's going to be Kentucky's first real challenge, I think. Like real Kentucky should be Vanderbilt this weekend. Mm-hmm. And then they then they play Florida. Florida's been tested. They've been they've been in the trenches. Yeah. They've they've gone up against a couple of ranked opponents now and, and bounced back to take care of business against against one. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. A lot of people a lot of people I feel like were uh, ready to give Kentucky that W because after seeing the first game, like oh Florida ain't gonna be nobody. Right. All right. <laughs> and you can't can't do that now, man. <laughs> they took care of Tennessee. They're gonna take care of Charlotte mm-hmm. this week handily, like I said. So you know. If they did if they beat Charlotte like forty six to seven or like something really you know what I'm saying, like, oh man. Like if you watch the game and like they just got out in front of them like fourteen mm-hmm. zero first quarter. Yeah. And they just go on and just continue to whoop them. Yep. Look out. Mm-hmm. Look out. So I, that's that's what's been missing across the conference is someone just dominating somebody from beginning to end. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And they got a chance to build off of that victory last week. So I think this is just the beginning for a team like Florida to, you know, excel mm-hmm. throughout the season. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll see. I agree. We will see. But um but yeah, yeah, that was um Tennessee taking on Florida um, this past weekend. So uh, we'll, we'll see how both teams fare um, as we keep going on throughout the college football season. But um, one other SEC game um, during the weekend, Chris, um, mm-hmm. we will talk about those Georgia Bulldogs down in Athens. Number one Georgia taking on South Carolina, the Gamecocks. Um, hey, who knew South Carolina was going to give Georgia a game of like Man. that? But, hey. hey. That's, that's what happens when um, you know, when one team kind of takes advantage of another team's weakness. Yeah. Uh, South Carolina, they they knew you know Beamer. He knew how he wanted to attack Georgia early. Mm-hmm. This is a Georgia team that struggles with a pa- getting um, a pass rush, mm-hmm. like more so than they've done. Like Georgia's always had pass rushers, right? They they just don't have that one dominant guy that's just like getting back there consistently right now. Mm-hmm. Not to say they don't have one on the roster. Somebody might emerge. But that hasn't happened yet. Right, it hasn't. And it, it, it played out. That first drive was Spencer went 8 for 8. Drove yeah. the ball downfield. 
for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Um, so South Carolina, you know, they have some players. They came out, punched Georgia in the face, but Georgia responded like you want a national championship team to respond yeah. in the second half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they hey, they they came out the gate in the second half and, you know, um literally made <laughs> the the right adjustments to to um take care up. of that football game. Yeah, they woke up in that <laughs> game. So so yeah, um yeah, Georgia defeated South Carolina twenty four to fourteen. Um I go over some of the, the stats, Chris. Um so so Spencer Rattler um, he was 22 for 42, 256 yards, um, threw for a touchdown, threw for two interceptions. Um, mm-hmm. so he, he was trying, but <laughs> um, it, it wasn't enough um, from from him to you know make sure that they could mm-hmm. make the possible plays to win the game. But you know he when he was um, accurate, he he made sure. To keep his his team in the game, so so that was his that was pretty much his stats. Um, Carson Beck he was twenty seven for thirty five, um, threw for two hundred and sixty nine yards, no touchdowns. So um, you can kind of see the difference in between the two quarterbacks over the weekend. I say Carson, mm-hmm. the throws he needed to make, and this is just usually what Georgia does, the throws he needed to make were the throws that yeah. he ball to your players. Game. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Mm-hmm. Nothing, nothing flashy, nothing special. Mm-hmm. Uh, Georgia still, you know, it's extremely talented. Um, but they have their problems, though, too. Mm-hmm. The dogs have their own their problems. Nobody is just on a level where they can't be beat. No, I would not be shocked if there's if this playoff. Everybody has at least one loss. Mm-hmm. That's not shocking at all this year. I feel like if if everybody would have is at least, you know has at least a, a loss to their name going into the playoff, it's possible at this point. <laughs> we just we see how the first three weeks just play it out. You know, in South Carolina, Georgia is notoriously a game. Georgia fans circle on the schedule like, oh lord. <laughs> South Carolina again. That game can cause trouble. It has caused trouble for years. It's just because historically, you you don't know what you're going to get from a South Carolina team, usually. Like, they are, in the SEC, they are one of those trap teams that you just got to circle every year. You don't know what you're going to get out of South Carolina. You might get bad South, South Carolina. You might get, like, souped up Madden Ultimate Team South Carolina. Like, you don't know what you're gonna get. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and that that's what true. that's what should make a lot of teams scared when they play South Carolina year in and year out. So, you know, they gave their best. Um they they took their shots downfield when they needed to, but um once again, Georgia found a way to Squeak out Man, this game with a W. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, I think if you're South Carolina, we're not into moral victories, of course, but they should feel good 
as they get ready to play Mississippi State this weekend. You just you 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 went toe to toe with Georgia, and they have to play desperate. You at home? Um, I'm at home. I don't know. I, I know this probably is one of our matchups that we have highlighted for later in the show to talk about. Mm-hmm. But this is the desperation bowl. <laughs> this is this is this is the two most desperate teams in the conference playing against each other. Mm-hmm. Am I not mistaken? Like, if South Carolina loses this game. What is their record? Are they one and three? They're one and three. You lose to North Carolina, Georgia, and Mississippi State. Yeah. They are one and three at that point. Yep. You don't want to be one and three. You don't want to be one and three. <laughs> you don't want to be one and three. <laughs> because if you are, we got some issues. Oh, and then Mississippi State, after you just got just shellacked, embarrassed at home. Mm-hmm. If you lose to South Carolina, you're now what, two and two? You getting ready to play Alabama? Yeah. No, you're three. Yeah, you're three and two. You'll be three and two. No, you you no, be you'll be, be three and, and one. No, because they, they beat Arizona. And they beat Southeastern and then LSU was week three. So yeah, you, you're saying if they you're saying if Mississippi State goes in and beat South Carolina, oh, they beat South Carolina at a three one. But if they yeah. lose, they're two and two. Yeah, they're two and two. And Alabama is around the corner. Granted, <laughs> it looks like a game like you know, if you play well, you have a chance of winning. Right. But when's the last time Mississippi State played well against Alabama? Twenty seventeen. Right before Mullen left his last year? That was probably that was the best that I've ever seen them play against Alabama outside of the Croom years. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's a long time ago. Is. Probably listeners on this show was not even around then. They're like, who is the, who's Croom? Who are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a long time ago. So... These are the two most desperate teams in the, in the conference, though, in my eyes. Yeah. They both both need that game. I and a game that has no national ramifications. It's just someone who loves college football in the SEC. I I am completely invested in watching that game. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie to you. I want I want to see how that plays out. Yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting. Um, it's, it's it's definitely gonna be interesting to to see what what happens now. I mean, like they they gave it their all against Georgia. No one, you know, wouldn't have thought that South Carolina was going to you know they would have thought that'd be like a thirty five to three or thirty five right. ten. You know, based off what we saw against North Carolina. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no one, you know, no one knew that they were going to take. Georgia, you know, down to to the wire the way that they did, but they did. So, if you're Mississippi State and you gotta, you know, draw up a game plan against South Carolina, and you're South Carolina and you're pissed after what happened uh-huh. last Saturday, you're you're going in with with a very hey, serious I'm, move. I'm telling you right now, week. If, if Mississippi State 
continues to not be able to throw that football, <laughs> if they can't throw the ball, South Carolina will beat them. Hand 35 it. to 10. Yes. Might not be close. Might be more than that. <laughs> it might not be close. If they can't get a pass rush, if they cannot get a pass rush and they continue to have the woes they have, it will be an injustice if Zach Arnett does not put Mike Wright in the ball game by the second quarter. If they continue to struggle, Mike Wright needs to be the quarterback because the offensive line for Mississippi State is not as good as it was before. Mm-hmm. And at least with him, he gives you the ability to scramble and to a, a compensate for the line being not as good, not being where you want it to be at this point, with right. it being a, a, an experienced O-line. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We're going to come back to that game. We, we need to mark that game for us to talk about yeah. next week. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will do that. I will make that <laughs> my calling <laughs> for next week. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll definitely dive uh, in, into the game and, and talk about it more. But um, but yeah, that that was pretty much it, Chris. Um, any other um things that you wanted to talk about uh, with Georgia? Nah, we, or anything? Nah, I mean uh, Georgia responded the way I wanted to see them respond as as, a, as the better team that second half. So. Yeah. Curious to see, you know, how this kind of carries over moving forward. Maybe they use it to start dominating teams. Maybe it's a moment. Mm-hmm. Or maybe, maybe Georgia's just not as good as they were last year, understandably. And maybe this will continue to be the thing where they have some tight matchups throughout the season. We'll see. Maybe, maybe so. Maybe so. I, I mean, they still ran the ball really well. I mean, that that's they stuck to the guns. Uh, on the ground and and um, took over that game. Edwards, I mean, he had 20 carries, 118 yards, and a touchdown. So you're not gonna complain about that. You're not gonna complain about that if you're a Georgia fan. Like we can run the ball, but um, I can see a little bit, you know, for Georgia fans uh, um, that are out there. Um, you want to. Throw the football. You want to be as talented. And you see your D line just, just going to work, just going crazy. Mm-hmm. That hasn't been there this year yet. No. So we'll see if that can, if things can get better on, on with their front four. Right. Right. So we'll see. We'll see. We will see, my friend. Um, so yeah. Um, now that we've gotten some of the top games out of the way, I can go ahead and go through the rest of the top 25 scores over the weekend. So uh, we got uh, Miami on a Thursday night game last week. Um, they defeated Bethune-Cookman 48-7. to um, Michigan defeated Bowling Green 31-6. to um, this yeah, was still interesting. Waiting to see Mich- yeah, waiting to see Michigan really just assert themselves. You know, they've been winning games, but it hasn't been sexy. No, no, um, it hasn't been pretty. No, I will say this: um, um, Jim Harbaugh will make his return um, this this coming week. Mm-hmm. Um, after the three game suspension, yeah, yeah, after his three game suspension, so. That should only help elevate this team. Um, for sure. For sure. Which is something that they 
they need. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I would hope right. having your head coach back out there on the sidelines will motivate them. It'll be a huge lift. I hate to be playing Michigan this week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if there's a week probably to take Michigan and, and for them to beat the spread, it might be this week because the guys are going to be juiced up. So right. you're right. <laughs> right. So so uh, we'll we'll see when um when old Hardball comes back on the field. We'll, we'll definitely see how Michigan um, – Elevates um, throughout the season, so so I like their team so far. Um, this was an interesting one, Chris. So Florida State um, plays Boston College, um, beat them in a nail biter. I I would say thirty one to twenty nine. Did you get a chance to watch that game? I did. Boy, Boston College fumbled the bag. <laughs> no, they had eighteen penalties that game, man. Yeah, they, they shot themselves. They shot all the toes off their feet. <laughs> they didn't have a toe left. It was just just foot, just there, just no nubs. toes, just nubs. <laughs> no, oh my god! The colleges, they, they, they are still sick right now. I know you you're getting ready for the next game, but man, they squander that. They yeah. should have won that game. Yeah, I hate to say it, but like. Florida State somehow won that game. I mean, they made plays when they needed to, but mm. man, BC blew it. <laughs> I, look, that's probably their motto now over in Boston College. <laughs> <laughs> at, at BC, we we blow every game that that we have on our schedule, even when we do mm-hmm. have, have opportunity to win. So, yeah, so they yeah, should have won that game. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. Good win for Florida State, though. So somehow. Yeah, they survived. Getting the win. Every every top team has it. Every top team has a game. We look back at the schedule and you're like, man, we we won it. Yep. That's all that matters. That's all so that matters. That, that'll be this game for them. Right, right. You know, a win is a win. You'll take it any way that you can, I'll say. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. So, that, that was a game between Florida State and Boston College. So, um, number four, Texas defeated Wyoming 31 to 10. Another um, one, if you were watching, you're like, well, if you win, you win. Because it wasn't the, the prettiest win. It wasn't. And I was talking to um, some friends today about that game. And um, they were like, man, I, I just don't understand why Texas is like this great second half team. Like for some reason, the first half and the second half are, they're just so different. Like they're not, they're not the same. Like, yeah. Like you do not want to see them in the second half. And who knows? Maybe it was that Texas heat that got them conditioned. Well. I'm, I'm curious if it was just oh, uh, the hangover uh, of the Bama win. Like maybe like we're going to learn soon. Is this the identity of Texas? Slow first halves, turn it up in the second, or is this just, or is this just them coming off the Bama win? And you know sometimes you have a little bit of a letdown, and it takes the the second half to to lock in. So we'll see. We'll see. You you you're around that team more than I am. So I'm I'm you. It's funny you say you feel like that might just be them this year. If that's the case, it's gonna be a stressful ass season for every Longhorn fan that you know. <laughs> Look, it, I I literally think that's just their die like like their identity. Like 
I, I think they come out a little uh, relaxed in the first half, and then like they just wake up at halftime and they're like, "Oh, it's time to play," and then they just like turn <laughs> it up to the max, and they have they just look unbeatable. I understand why that happens. Like you, you, you got AD Mitchell and Xavier Worthy on the outside. Like you mm-hmm. got some legit dudes. Yeah, you got some dudes. So like when they when they turn it up, they turn it up. Right. So I can see how that ends up happening sometimes. Yeah, yeah. You're too talented for your own good. <laughs> but but the difference between being talented and being a great team is just just starting just being that from the jump. So I'm I want to see them just smack somebody like. Mm-hmm. A school quality opponent just fifty five to seven. Yeah. Like just, just go crazy. Right, a quality opponent too. Quality mm-hmm. opponent. Mm-hmm. So, so we'll see. We'll we'll see what the Longhorns do um, throughout the season. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. Um, number six, Ohio State um, defeats Western Kentucky sixty three to ten. Kyle McCord has a big day. Um, he has. He threw for 318 yards and three touchdowns. So, I mean, you know, uh, yeah. I think. Buggers fans, I'm sure they feel better after seeing that. Yeah. That's what you need to see. Yeah, I, I, I think Kyle is a um, worthy um, player at the quarterback position for the Buckeyes. So, I, I look for him to really – you know, help that team excel in the passing game. So I think Ryan just, Day ha- has found his quarterback. I, I yeah, think. I mean, this is it's, it's just his third start, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah. know, I mean, this is early in the season, just finding his way. Mm-hmm. You know, um, yeah, Ohio State is a team to look out for moving forward if they can. They can really catch fire offensively with the receivers they have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two of the best receivers in the country. Yeah. Um. If if Kyle continues to progress, look, you know, it, it's going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. Um, and they got a squad. I mean, it's Ohio State, so we'll, we'll just see how the season continues. But I wouldn't be shocked if we're talking about Ohio State in the playoffs. I mean, like it's like I just said, it's OSU, like it's Ohio State, man. Right. You know, they're gonna be right there in the mix every year. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I mean, they got the players to do it. Um, I like Henderson at, at at running back. I mean, he had a he had a decent day. Thirteen carries, eighty eight yards, two touchdowns. Um, I mean, we we already know know about Marvin Harrison Jr. Like that dude's a beast. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, yeah. Five receptions and 126 yards with a touchdown. Just five receptions. <laughs> sure hands. <laughs> like you know, he gonna get you over 100 yards. So you know, I, I look at this team like there's nowhere else but up. Honestly, for them, and they just needed a couple weeks to get their feet wet, um, mm-hmm. figure out. Um, the position at quarterback, I think that's straightened out now. All they have to do is capitalize all off of all of this um, experience that they've gotten over the last couple weeks. So, so I, I think that they can do it. 
I think they'll be good. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, number seven, Penn State defeated Illinois 30 to 13. Um, Michael Penix Jr. Good, good win for them. Yeah. 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 Good win for, for Penn State. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, we'll see what Penn State does um, going forward throughout the season. So, uh, Michael Penix Jr. And the Washington Huskies defeated Michigan State 41 to 7. This was a game I wanted just to see um, how Michigan State would handle all of the news about mm-hmm. um, Coach Tucker and everything Tucker. going on. Yeah, yeah, about him getting fired and everything and stuff. So um, they had no answer for Michael Penny Jr. Um, big day for him. Threw for 473 yards and four touchdowns. So, hey, to him, that's an excellent day. <laughs> that's just hey, taking care of business. He's playing some unreal football right now. Exactly. Oof. Yeah, he's, he's doing the thing. So, shout out to him. Exactly. So, so yep. Um, number nine, Notre Dame defeated Central Michigan 41-17. to Sam Hartman um, threw for 330 yards and three touchdowns. So, big day yeah, for Hartman. We get, we get to see Notre Dame, Ohio State this weekend. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. At Notre Dame. Yep. That's, that's one of the big games that we'll definitely talk about um, in a little while mm-hmm. as we wrap up the show. Um Number twelve, Utah defeated Weber State thirty-one to seven. Number thirteen, Oregon defeated Hawaii fifty-five to ten. Bo Nix had a really good day, um, threw for two hundred and forty-seven yards and three touchdowns. So um, that was Bo Nix's day as they get ready for Deion Sanders and the Colorado mm-hmm. Buffaloes this coming Saturday. So. Um, good game, my bow. Yeah. yeah, yeah, a really good game. Um, number fourteen, LSU, um, has to go into Starkville. Chris beats them down, forty-one to fourteen. It was, not, it was Jayden, not nice. Yes, Jaden Daniels, monster day, three hundred and sixty-one yards through the air, two touchdowns. Look, Malik Neighbors, thirteen receptions. 239 yards and two touchdowns. I'm talking about like Daniels just threw it in the air and like, hey, just play technical right. on these guys. It was like they didn't even game plan for them. For, for It's like Mississippi State didn't even game plan for LSU. We know Malik Neighbors is that man. Why is he being isolated with the safety? There was times Malik Neighbors had a safety on him. I know, which which is not good. But it ain't good when you got when you got your number two corner on him, let alone your safety. <laughs> I I don't know. They they had no adjustments at all. It was it, bad. throughout the whole game. Like offense was bad. was bad, defense was bad. Like they had no answer for LSU. So I tip my hat off. Big big to LSU. That's a- LSU did what they were supposed to do. You're a more talented team. You always, for years and years, have whooped up on Mississippi State. And it was another day at the office for LSU. 
Good win for Brian Kelly. Another team to look out for. You, you take an early season loss, but they still have everything they want to do in front of them the rest of the season. Yep. So, yep. Don't do not do not overlook LSU. No, no. I advise no one to look over LSU. They they're looking good right now. Um, Missouri was at home, Chris. This was. <laughs> This was a great game. This was a great game, of course, if you were watching this game. So, Missouri was at home hosting number 15, Kansas State. And they defeat Kansas State 30-27. to And they hit a 61-yard field goal because of Harrison Mavis. And I remember this guy last year. (laughs) Knocks a 61-yarder. And boy, those people in Missouri went insane. Eli got his he got his win, man. Yeah, those drink got hey. the win. Hey, another guy I have to tip my my cap off to. Eli Drinkwitz. It look he 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 really knows how to how to take you down to a wire with some of these games. I I'm, I'm not gonna lie. He, he knows doing it. <laughs> he does. You're, you're going to see an entertaining game if you're watching Missouri. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, big win for them, man. Uh, this, is, this is what that program needed. They had so many games where they were right there, so close mm-hmm. to getting that win. Last year against Kentucky at home, mm-hmm. the, the, was that Auburn? When you you lose the ball heading into the end zone to get the game winning touchdown, and yeah. it becomes a touchback. Yeah, like these 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 games where you just like right there, like you're so close, Ooh, literally in in winning and sealing the deal, and you just come up short. This wasn't they a day. did it. They did it. They got the win against a really good K State team. Mm-hmm. It was a, a back and forth battle. Yeah. Uh, and Missouri pulled it off. Uh, what's my boy Burton at wide receiver for them? Yeah, Luther Burton, the five-star the kid. Yeah, yes, the the one we you, you will see. That's a Sunday player. Everybody mm-hmm. get used to that name. He will be playing on Sundays. You'll have him on your fantasy teams one day. <laughs> he has Luther Burton is a bad boy. Yeah, seven receptions, one hundred and fourteen yards, and two touchdowns. Yeah, watch Burton. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's an exceptional he, player. But that's the thing, man. Eli done got on some guys out there, some real legit five-star players, mm-hmm. some top-tier athletes. And you sprinkle some of them guys in, man, with some gems. You get in the recruiting trail, take care of business in state. And you sprinkle in some of that top-tier talent. Burton is actually a St. Louis kid, I believe. So you keep him. From being poached by somebody, another big program, you took care of business and kept a town like him home. It's a recipe for, uh, for 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 you to have some something come together. And look, like we already said, the SEC is down this year. Mm-hmm. Hey, this could be the making of one of them nine and three, ten and two kind of years for Missouri. We'll see. We'll see. It is it's not outside the realm of possibility. Every coach has that year where their team goes like nine and three. Mm-hmm. 
every program in the SEC, you have it at some point where you go like nine and three, ten and two, when you normally maybe get seven, six, seven, maybe eight wins. Mm-hmm. Maybe this could be that year for Missouri, man. It's lining up nicely. It's, it's for the the opportunity is there because there's not many teams better than Kansas State. Being right. real with you, mm-hmm. that is a really disciplined, well coached football team, and you beat them. Yeah. So, I'm just saying. It's it's interesting, like like yeah, it, the the job that Eli Drinkwitz has done with Missouri and getting the talent um, that he's that he's gotten um, to be a part of the Tigers, it's you know it's only helping him out um, as much as possible, and like you know he beating top fifteen teams like Kansas State. Teams like you said that that you know they are very efficient. They do things in a very efficient manner, and they don't. They try not to make many mistakes. And you beat teams like that. Hey, I, I, I can't um I can't knock you for that. Like those those are big wins. Those those mm-hmm. are wins that you need to really uh, get your your team you know up. Each week and, and uh-huh. feeling feeling uh-huh. good about themselves. So. It, it, it becomes bigger than this is what we're building. It becomes this is who we are. Right. Like everything coach has been preaching to get them to this point is becoming real. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's going to be curious to see like how the team responds to like, okay, we really can get these wins. Like we got that win. Exactly. How do you, how do they respond to winning? So mm-hmm. we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Program defining wins like that will only help your program. So it was it was a good day for Missouri. And if you're um, a Missouri fan as well, listening to the show, you you're you're really happy right now with what you're seeing on the field. So we'll, we'll definitely see going forward what happens with Missouri. Um, number sixteen, Oregon State. Um, Defeat San Diego State twenty six to nine. Um, yeah, it's a pretty pretty good day for um, DJ Uangalele. Um, Two hundred eighty four yards through the air, um, threw for a touchdown. Uh, he did throw for two interceptions, but um, hey, they have to clean that up. Yeah, yeah, they're they're definitely gonna have to clean that up. But you know, they still got the win. So we'll see what happens with Oregon State right now. They're they're one of those sleeper teams. I'd say they're just, they are under the radar. They're just yeah. kind of you know, you know, hanging out in the Pac-12 right now, just kind of chilling, just waiting to strike. So you're right. You're <laughs> right. They're gonna let everybody else get a piece of Colorado. They'll come come around and get them later on. Oh yeah, season. they <laughs> they waiting. They waiting for them moment. <laughs> DJ is waiting, so we'll we'll definitely see what happens with the Beavers um, throughout the mm-hmm. season. Um, number seventeen, Ole Miss Chris defeats Georgia Tech forty eight to twenty three. Um, Haynes King, which um, former Texas A and M quarterback, now mm-hmm. um, Georgia Tech Yellow Jacket Haynes King. Um. Yeah. Hey. He he threw for a lot of yards in this game. Like there were times where, because I was watching this game a little bit, 
there was times that I thought Georgia Tech was really going to, you know, and, they and missed some opportunity. Yeah, there, there were times that they were getting down the field against Ole Miss, but they couldn't capitalize it. So, I mean, he had 307 yards and two touchdowns, but. Um, could have been a bigger day for him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it could have been a bigger day, I'd say. Um, but Ole Miss, they took care of business at home. Yeah. They they took care of business at home. Jackson Dart, um, he had 14 carries. Uh, which is which is funny. He he had more carries than than um than Quinshawn did. I like let me look at these stats just to make sure because I'll, I'll tell crazy. you this much. Yeah, he did. <laughs> that won't happen this week. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. <laughs> like Lane is already he he watched the game on Saturday. You you already know what he was doing. He was like, I can guarantee you that much. <laughs> he got his little pad, Chris. And he's like, all right. I might have sure. about eight or nine carries, <laughs> but Junkins will have eight or nine more. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, about 20 to 30 carries, Quinshawn. All right. I think this is what we're going to do. <laughs> yes, it's going to be more like that for sure. But yeah, uh, good, good. Look, good win for Ole Miss. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Take, take care of business. Take your own field. They didn't look ahead. Now you get ready to go to T-Town. Yep. Absolutely. So. Go to Tuscaloosa. So we'll see. We'll talk about that. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, Number 19, Oklahoma defeats Tulsa 66-17. Number 20, North Carolina Defeats Minnesota 31 to 13. Drake May had a monster day. Um, threw for 414 yards, two touchdowns, and um, he also threw for two picks. But um, go, go sleep on Carolina. Yeah. They have a they have a a ferocious. The D line gets after it, mm-hmm. and you have a quarterback who's going to probably be a top ten pick. Absolutely. That's, that's that's a recipe, man, for mm-hmm. for for a ball club to make some noise. So yeah. we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. No. Number twenty one, Duke defeated Northwestern thirty eight to fourteen. Um, number thir- uh, number twenty three, um, Washington State um, defeated Northern Colorado sixty four to twenty one. 24 UCLA defeated North Carolina Central 59 to 7 and to wrap up we got number 25 Iowa defeating Western Michigan 41 to 10 so um those were all of your hey, scores Iowa for the 41 points yeah. Jeez. hey <laughs> hey it was big day they they were just they were playing Madden during, they were, <laughs> during the weekend. Uh, maybe they got NCAA early. Like, <laughs> I mean, we're still waiting for it to hit the streets, but maybe they got it early. Hey. So. <laughs> they they already yeah. trying to trying out some of the new new plays of course, <laughs> Western <laughs> Michigan. So that that's unfortunate for Western Michigan, I'd say. Yeah, unfortunate. But yeah, good win for Iowa there. Um Putting putting point, points on the board. Yeah, and it's just being real. I feel like over the years we just become accustomed to Iowa not really scoring for real, winning ugly games. So mm-hmm. good to see them. Yeah, making making that happen. 
absolutely absolutely but um but yeah yeah before um we kind of wrap up and talk about our week four matchups chris i'm just gonna give a quick rundown of a couple of fcs scores over the weekend as well um we had north dakota state defeating central arkansas 49 to 31 um youngstown state defeated robert moore's 48 to 28 um south carolina uh, south dakota state um excuse me defeated drake 70 to 7 so they were also playing matten as well (laughs) (laughs) and um we also had hampton defeating howard 35 to 34 so that was a game right there yeah it was it was it was so those were some of the games in fcs over the week so so yeah, man. Um, do you want us before we um, just kind of talk about some of the top games heading into Week Four? And do you want me to kind of um, give out a rundown of the rankings because uh, we just had the brand new college football rankings um, come out? Um, you can. Uh I would say, um, yeah, you can just hit on hit on them real quick. Just okay. you know, give give us, yeah, yeah. Well, I'll just go on a quick rundown of what's what's changed. Or maybe just give, you can give us the, maybe the top, yeah, to give us what's changed. Maybe some some stuff that sticks out. Yeah, so. I like, I'm sure everybody probably knows the poll, but just maybe just for those who don't, just give it a little something that, that sticks out. Yeah, it's pretty much the same. Um, Florida got knocked down. Um, one spot, so um, they're number four now, um, which would make Florida your top State. four. Yeah. yeah, which would yeah. make your top four if there was a college football playoff rankings, and this was the rankings. It would be Georgia one, Michigan two, Texas three, and Florida State four. So that'll be your top four. So, gotcha. So look at that. The Bama brand still still hanging true. And Texas Texas sitting there at number three. Yeah. After beating Bama. Yeah. And Bama didn't look right against South Florida. But hey. Right. <laughs> hey, be that way sometimes. It do be that way sometimes. <laughs> but yeah, um, Alabama was 10 last week. They got knocked down three spots. So now they're number 13 now. Heading in, um, into a game with Ole Miss, so. Jeez. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, Colorado um, got knocked down one spot. They're number nineteen now. Number nineteen. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. And um, not bad. Yeah. Not yeah. bad. And we got um, Tennessee. They got knocked down twelve spots. So now they are at number twenty-three, with um, Florida getting into the top twenty-five at twenty-five. So. And does Missouri they received votes? Um, Missouri, they yeah yeah they have seventy-two uh, receiving votes. So um, you know they're, they're squeaking into. Um, the top twenty-five. So we'll we'll see how the season goes for them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. So, All right. And, and Clemson. Clemson's kind of on the outside looking in. Um, trying to make so. a statement. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, hey, if if they take care of business and they beat Florida State, that's a big win for Dabo that's and his true. squad. So, we'll, we'll see what happens. But, um, but yeah, that's um, pretty much some of the um, notes from the new AP Top 25. So, that now yeah. leaves us to... Um, and going into Florida State Clemson. Yeah. Matchups for week four. Big week. Big week. Florida State Clemson. Mm-hmm. That's one of the that's the an early game. Yep. Uh Colorado versus Oregon. Two thirty PM game on ABC. Mm-hmm. So two thirty central. Three thirty for my East, Eastern time people with me. Mm-hmm. And then um, night nighttime Ohio State at Notre Dame, I believe yep. at seven thirty. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, touch on Florida State Clemson. Seeing Boston College give Florida State a game makes this matchup a little more interesting. We know Clemson has some talented guys. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of can they put it together to get the win. We know they have some talented players. Um, I don't. I can't. I'm not calling the upset, but I would be lying to you if I said I would be shocked if Clemson won. Because I kind of wouldn't be when you just saw Boston College right there within in in the ball game with Florida State. Mm-hmm. Let's not act like Clemson has chopped liver over there on that roster. They got four star guys, five star guys. Yep. Yeah. Hey. It's not out of the realm of possibility. It's not out of the realm of possibility. It's, I think it's going to, like, it, this This game is going to come down to how K. Klubnik does. Um, you know, if he has a game like a couple weeks ago against Duke, um, that's not going to cut it against these guys. Like, Florida State, I know whatever they had last week, you know, playing against Boston College and everything, that happened, mm-hmm. but that's not that's possibly not going to happen this week. So mm-hmm. he's going to have to have a near flawless game to beat Florida State. They're they're, they're going to have to have some guys step up mm-hmm. and be the guys they were recruited to be. Right. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. We'll see. We're, we're going to see. But I would say Florida State wins this game. Mm-hmm. That would be my pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know I'm not going out the box. Like, I mean, I'm pretty sure most people are picking Florida State. Yeah. But I think it'll be Florida State close. What's the spread in this game? So the spread. Right now, the line is um, uh, it has FSU as a two point favorite in that game right now. Vegas knows I can't take the points. I wanted to be a little more separation between them, but they have Florida State as a two point favorite. 
they know what's up. I truly think it's going to be one of those like 34, 31 kind of wins yeah. for Florida State. Mm-hmm. I can see the score being like that. Yeah. I I don't I don't see them. I mean, they could. <laughs> like, Jordan Travis could go in there and have a monster game against Clemson. Like, That's possible, too. That's not outside the possibility. They could go in there and dominate them. Yeah, he could blow them out. I'm, I'm not going to take anything away from them, but I, I have a hard time thinking that Clemson is just going to 100%, 100% quit in that game. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think this is this is going to be a um, season-defining game for them. So they're, they're going to have to come out with it and have a game plan to um, really attack Travis uh, mm-hmm. defensively. And um, Club is just going to have to have an awesome game. Give the guy you were recruited to be. This is this is why they brought you to Clemson mm-hmm. to win games against top five teams. Right. But we'll see if he can be that five star quarterback recruit mm-hmm. that he was recruited as. Right. It's time to put it together and be that guy on the field. This is your team. Yep. At home. I'm, I'm pretty sure that, yeah, this is a home game for Clemson. Yeah. Yeah, it's a home game for Clemson. So. Oh, yeah. There's uh, some things on your side. So let's see if Clemson can, can just meet the challenge. Yeah. I'm not predicting them to win it, but let's just, let's, let's make this, let's make this be the game that we thought it could be. At the preseason, right, <laughs> right. Let's, let's let's at least give us that, you know. Give us that. At least give us that. At least yes. give us that. Every everyone else is giving us, you know. They're all with with a lot of these games. So at least give us a really good game that preseason wise we had high hopes for. So, <laughs> so yeah. um, Colorado, of course. Um, taking on Clemson, that's going to be a big game, like we said earlier. Um, yeah, man, the line hey. is Oregon um, at a Oregon five and a half. Point, no, Oregon's a twenty-one point favorite in that game right now. Speed twenty-one, <laughs> twenty-one. They don't have Travis. Colorado's without Travis. <laughs> yeah, That's I, a mean, big loss. I mean, and you're that, at the Austin Zoo. Yeah, that definitely changes things. That seven points right there alone, I think, is the fact that it might be ten. Mm-hmm. That's that is a tough place to play at. It is for Colorado's sake. It won't be nighttime. <laughs> if it was at nighttime, I probably would tell you like. Oregon in a honestly a blowout now that Hunter is in there. It still might be one. Mm-hmm. Oregon's look solid. They have. I'm, I'm not going to take anything away from them. They have looked good. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think with the absence of Hunter, I say Oregon wins this game. 
as much as I want Colorado to continue winning, mm-hmm. it's hard for me to pick them on the road without without Travis Hunter, who's going to be like a top five draft pick when it's, it's his time to leave school. Yeah. His absence will be felt. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. And like, they were going to need him regardless throughout the season. But in terms of games like like these, um, program-defining games. Mm-hmm. You, to beat the odds on the road. Yeah. You, you got to have all hands on deck. And losing, losing Hunter the way that you did on Saturday, it, it definitely hurts. So. It hurts. But I will say this. Mm-hmm. I think Sanders does go off. I think he goes I think off because I, th- I, th- I think this it's hard for me to predict them getting blown out. I really don't want to. I, I want to. What's keeping me from saying they get blown out is Sanders. Like I feel like Sanders has that it in him to mm-hmm. like be like, man, no, nah, we're not going to get blown off uh, right. off the field. <laughs> right. We you ain't going out like this. I, was, I think he keeps him from going out like that, but mm-hmm. conventional wisdom too tells you like, dang, they just lost they, one of these hot players. They ain't never been in an atmosphere like this before. I know we ain't never seen a coach like Coach Prime and what he's doing, but it's hard to predict them winning. You know what I'm saying? It's, mm-hmm. it's, mm, it, could, it could possibly get ugly. Yeah, it could. It could. But I also seen games where both Knicks let teams right back in, so I don't know. Man. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, anything can happen at this point now, but you know, anything can happen. I would say I'm taking Oregon to win, but I think I will be in line. Yeah, and maybe take the Colorado if I'm getting 21 points. Mm-hmm. I might take Colorado if I'm a betting person. And and you know see what happens. Yeah, we will see. We will see. But um, but yeah, that that is a two thirty ABC game. You got Oregon too. I think Oregon will win. Um, the question is, it's hard, how man. much? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I am. I am taking Oregon in in that game. Um, I, I do think overall, Colorado is going to find out that it's just like Bo Nix, and just overall that offense is just going to be a little bit too much for that defense. And you don't have Travis Hunter, which sucks. Um, that that's, that's a not big loss. Well, yeah, that's going to be a big big loss in there be like just the once you like when you're looking at that game be on the lookout for Bo Nix literally throwing to that side that Travis Hunter would have been at oh I'm if I'm Oregon first play is a play action deep shot yeah testing out that corner yeah he's gonna pick like I'm, 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 I'm faking a read option and I'm going deep and we're about to see what he's made of. Mm-hmm. He's going to pick on that side of the football a lot. Mm-hmm. So, um, 
so yeah, it, it's it's gonna be interesting. But um, but yeah, I can't wait to watch that football game. So um, so yeah, um, last game that um that we do want to kind of talk about, and there's a couple other games, but um, well, we can definitely talk about those as we um get closer to week four. Um, we got Ole Miss um, taking on Alabama. And that game is, like we said earlier, with Alabama and all of their quarterback issues, that game is, is going to be interesting. They got Alabama right now as a seven-point favorite to win that game at home. And that's probably because they're out. <laughs> yeah. Um. We'll see. I my my heart and my mind kind of tends to tell me that Alabama will win this game. Mm-hmm. This isn't the same. Ole Miss has been putting up points, but they aren't like uh the same offense. I kind of feel like they were. When it came to like you know running up the scoreboard before, they still somehow like get the points, mm-hmm. but it's a little differently now. Yeah, and so feel like like Ole Miss is good, but they aren't just great. They're right. a good team. They have their issues Bama, too. They have their issues too. They do. They do. Bama is a good team too, but they have great talent. Mm-hmm. I just kind of feel like I really feel like that they learned the coaching staff learned a lot too this past week from South Florida. Yeah, and I feel like they will adjust their offense to fit Milro. Like we said earlier, they wasted no time naming him the starter. Mm-hmm. So my senses, my football acumen tells me that they will put together a game plan that puts them in the best position to win this game. And it might be close for like three quarters, but Alabama ends up winning about 14. I can see that happening. Like, you look, if if what we saw with Roydale Williams with, you know, leaning on him towards running the football, if that's going to be their identity throughout the rest of the season, you lean into that. And if they do that and they allow – uh, Milrow to also be a part of that um, rushing offense, then it could open up some things for the pass. If he if he rushes for ninety yards, Alabama wins. Yeah, I can see that. If he rushes, if Milrow rushes for ninety plus, I guess just say he rushes for like one fifteen and throws for one ninety. Mm-hmm. That's Alabama won that game. I yeah. feel like, yeah, all the I can see all the that they're going going to try to do is see if they can get in the red zone and just let Milrow just you know um, use his athleticism to get mm-hmm. them the points. And mm-hmm. if that's going to work for them, that's going to work for them. Because I don't I don't see. While Ole Miss's defense has gotten a little bit better, I I still look at 
the athleticism of Milro and that offensive line leaning into but, being a power run offense. And can that's, you handle that's true. that for 60 minutes? But somebody working at Ole Miss has some inside knowledge <laughs> on this on this offense. He was just there last year. <laughs> I was golden. Yeah. <laughs> So there's somebody who might can scheme up a game plan. I'm now I'm over here thinking about it. <laughs> he he it has all of, he has all of the intel. <laughs> <laughs> so that's something else to look out for too. Yeah, because there is a world where Ole Miss jumps ahead of Alabama like 14 zip low key low key. That it sounds strange. I know it does. <laughs> But we know Lane Kiffin offenses can punch you in the mouth real fast. Mm-hmm. We know Ole Miss notoriously, when we were in college, will jump ahead of somebody and be ahead of them like 17 zip. And then that team might come back and it become a, a, a close game at the end. Mm-hmm. But it's not no surprise about if Ole Miss was to jump ahead of somebody real fast. So I can see that happening too. And that would be very interesting. To see, does Alabama crumble or do they respond? Yeah. If somebody with the struggles they've had at quarterback, if Ole Miss was to jump ahead of them and get on their ass like 14-0, 17-0, or 21-0, what and how in the world will that team respond after the team we just saw last Saturday? That would be interesting. It's going to be interesting. You know Lane Kiffin, he likes to start fast. That's That's their offense. If he can start mm-hmm. fast, then watch out, Alabama. You got to score, and that's that's where that's that's one of those things where it, it like they can run the football. I know that they can, but playing against a team like Ole Miss, you have to do more than run the football. You have to pass, and you have to be accurate as well. You don't want to be down twenty one. You want to sustain drives. Yeah. You want to keep you want to keep Judkins off the field. Right. And and that's not a hard that that's not an easy thing to do. No. So I'm I'm going with how I how I broke it down. I think it'll be a close game throughout, and the Bama pulls away. But I'm. I would not be shocked if Ole Miss won. There, there are so many different scenarios for these games. Like it's, it's just that much of a toss-up. I feel like with how the balance, with just how the conference is kind of down, anything can kind of happen. But Bama is at home; they should win that game. Yeah. So, so we'll we'll see, we'll see, and it's going to be interesting. Um, once that game gets kicked off over in Tuscaloosa, you know what? What can he do? How can that crowd respond? How is Nick Saban going to respond? Jalen Miro, um, that whole team, that whole Alabama football mm-hmm. team, is going to mm-hmm. respond like because you can't play like you did on Saturday against Ole Miss. Like you might as well get ready to lose. Again, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they know that. Yeah, they know that. So, 
Uh, we'll, we'll have to see if they have a have a great game plan um, drawn up as the Rebels come into town. So, so yeah, that's that's pretty much our top three games, Chris. Uh, we'll have a couple more games that we'll probably talk about on um, our Twitter spaces. Um, yeah. So before week four starts on Saturday. So we got a couple of games, Arkansas, LSU, um, Oregon state, um, taking on Washington state. That that's a great matchup between two ranked teams. Um, so Uh yeah. And Iowa UCLA. Yeah. uh, UCLA has a big game this weekend too, right? Yeah. They're taking on number 11, Utah. You saw. That's what I thought. Yeah. So I mean, this this slate is crazy. Yeah. That this this is <laughs> like, gonna be a fun weekend. You thought last. Get you, you order your pizza, get your wings, yeah. and just sit back. Yeah. Absolutely. Like you thought last week was fun. <laughs> this week right here, this the this this is the full course meal right here. <laughs> yeah, you got everything you want from from noon. Till till eleven o'clock, mm-hmm. like from from noon to midnight, you're gonna get everything you want. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, I, I will. I'll be watching. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, all right, man. Um, great talking with you again, as always. Um, yes, sir. Had a had a great week three, getting into week four. Um, but yeah, yeah, it was always great. For us to talk college football each and every week, and always, mm-hmm. it, always great to you know have have you all, our listeners, um, listening in. So, um, before we head out, Chris, let the people know where they can find you on social media. You follow me on on X, formerly known as Twitter, at Chris underscore Bolton underscore twelve. Uh, get at me on Instagram at Chris dot Bolton underscore B O L T O N, and be sure, like uh, Corey said, just you know, tune in to our our Twitter Spaces. We'll get it popping um, an hour before kickoff. So um, anybody that wants to wants to join, talk some college football, hear what we have to say about the rest of these different matchups uh, around the country. Join us. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, and um, you can follow me on X as well at Listen to KSW. Um, I'm there talking college football, um, professional wrestling, video games, all of that great <clears throat> stuff. Um, yeah, all, all of that good stuff that, that makes me me. So. <laughs> uh, so yeah, um, definitely chime in anytime you want to talk college football. Um, always willing to talk to you guys about any games that's going on throughout the week. Um, but yeah, that's um that's it for us guys. Um, y'all have a great week and have a great college football weekend because we are heading into week four of the college football season. So until then, we will see you guys next week. Peace. Peace.